welcome to the Thickly Veiled Curtain. Thickly Veiled Curtain. Why can't we just call it the Thickly Veiled Curtain? Because that makes no sense. The Thickly Veiled are just fat and veiled. Moo-moo. Let's call it the Moo-moo Podcast. Welcome to the Moo-moo Podcast. We didn't even say we were going anywhere, but we're back, people. We're back, baby. Two fatties. Pull back the curtain on topics. I'm just Um, here. Just another pretty face on a podcast. Yep. Do it. Just do it. That's great. Do it again. This is our commercial. No, no, do it. I want to use this. <laughs> okay, welcome. Uh, welcome to the Bickley... The Bickley? Bickley? Alright, cut. Welcome to the Thickly Veiled Podcast. Oh. <laughs> okay, welcome to the Thickly Veiled Curtain Podcast. That's definitely going to be the full open. Like, the Thickly Veiled... The Thickly Veiled Pod... No, wait, no, wait. Welcome, everybody, to the Thickly Veiled Curtain Podcast. With us today is Jeff, as always... Hey. <laughs> We've also got two special guests today joining us. Uh, we're uh, joined by Kat. Hi. That wow. resounding endorsement of being here is just overwhelming. I don't know how I'll deal. And you can also go Miranda. Hey. <laughs> if you want to know, we've kidnapped these people. Yeah, we've, uh, they're hogtied. Yeah. You will answer the questions that we ask. So we should say right off the bat. That we have not told them what we're talking about other than we're just talking about internet security. We're talking about internet security. That's that's what we're talking about today. Do you know what we're talking about? Internet security. Yeah, that's right. It's good. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by... No one! We still don't have a sponsor, but we do like beer companies. For Gary, looking your direction. We'll drink Stone Cold to get money. So, question the first about internet Oh, you're going security. right into it. You're not even going to give, like, a precursor. Like, what brought us here? Jeffrey, what brought, what brought us, us to this idea of a podcast? What, what brought us to this particular topic? Last episode, you were talking about something called the Seven Keys. I didn't believe you that it was not a conspiracy. <laughs> and then you actually proved that it was not a conspiracy. Like 15 seconds later. We paused the podcast yeah. so I could show you. Like, wow, what the hell is this? So, yeah, let's uh, let's get right into it with my big dumb uh, gamer headphones on. Yeah, they're great. So here's the first question. What are some precautions you take to ensure safety when browsing slash downloading on the internet? Kat and Miranda. What? What do you guys take? What steps do you take to protect your identity? Uh, is this when I'm browsing for regular things or for porn? <laughs> Whatever. It's, it's one and the same. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I put porn under regular. <laughs> regular thing yeah. is porn. If you're doing porn more <laughs> than you're doing anything window. else. Well, we know about my internet yeah. security oh, for no. Yeah, so I, I got some good malware on my computer. Kat clicks my everything. Click, I click all those text messages that... Free protection and, oh God. you know, free internet security stuff and that. And so I fail. I fail at it. I'm so scared to get something on my computer that I won't even update. Like the pop-ups that are like, update your <laughs> Firefox, update this. I'm like, I'm not giving you access to anything because I don't trust that you are who you say That is hilarious because <laughs> what awesome. you're doing is effectively making your security work. Because those updates are patches by companies who go like, oh shit, this hacker found a backdoor into our program. <laughs> We should update this for security features. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> Goodbye. Exactly. Remember the time I didn't update my Mac for like six years? And that's why I couldn't get security on it? Yes, I do remember that. Wow. I had to figure out how to fix it. I, I do know. remember Thanks that. For yeah, no problem. Yeah. The things I do, I don't I don't download from uh, non-reputable sources. I use a VPN. I have a full <laughs> security suite on my computer. Yeah. yeah. I, I never use, I never, I always have a third party when I do transactions, except on reputable sites. Like, I'll use my credit card on Amazon, but if I'm downloading, yeah. like, even for my security suite, I didn't pay for my security suite from my credit card directly. I use PayPal. 
Okay, so next question, basically. VPNs are on the rise. Are these necessary for the regular everyday use? That's a, it's, a, it's a hard question to get down because what you're really asking is, do I? And yeah, for most internet activity at my house, I do tend to use a VPN. What a VPN is, is a virtual privacy network. Okay, so VPN, virtual privacy network. What it does is effectively sends my IP, which is my, it's where I am located in the world. It gives you a, a digital number that tells the system like, this is where you are. So with your IP, somebody can say, I'm in Winnipeg. It takes that, you send to a server, the ones I usually use are in Germany. And then that server effectively works as my host. Instead of me going directly to Facebook, my internet signal will go to Germany and that server will go to Facebook. So my ISP has no idea where the hell my signal is going. All it sees is I'm going to Germany. ISP, Internet Service Provider. Correct. Shaw MTS. So um, <laughs> people also use it for things like porn and torrenting, which of course, like, I don't want my ISP to know exactly what porn I'm into. What if I go on to private? That just doesn't track. It doesn't. Your phone it, doesn't track what sites you're on. No, the browser doesn't track. That's your what phone is an Apple. It tracks everything you do, oh, including your Google phone. Anything. The problem people have with internet security at this point is you believe that you're secure at any point. You are not. I just assume I'm not secure when I'm on the internet. <laughs> that is the best way well, to act. You shouldn't, as a law-abiding citizen, which most of us are, you shouldn't have to give up privacy for security. It's just, it's a bullshit. Yeah. I don't give a shit if I'm sitting in my underwear eating crackers in my living room. I don't think anybody has the right to know that unless they specifically tell them. That's my, that's my life. Yeah. I don't use my VPN as an everyday basis because yeah. I'm doing something bad. I'm doing it because I'll do it while I'm reading the fucking AV club. Yeah. Like, oh, my show got canceled. That sucks. I don't want people to know that I'm reading it. I don't think they have the right. Which we'll talk about the conspiracy side of this. They believe VPNs are honeypots. You have to pay for a VPN? Yes. I pay, I pay $120 for three years. And you realize that you're not safe on the internet. At all. At all. At all. At all. <laughs> Okay, what are some different ways to access the internet without big providers like Shaw, MTS, etc.? Is there a way to gain access, whether it be illegal, legal, without these providers? No. Um, that comes from a definite misunderstanding of what the internet is. An internet is just a connected fiber of companies, right? Mm -hmm. It's just them it's sending just signals between... It's servers connected together, right. right? So, yes, it is. You are able to create your own ISP. So they make it inaccessible for the, the right. you know. Um, so not illegal at all. You can you can literally become an ISP overnight. The problem with that is it's not profitable at all. For the basic hardware, it'll cost you about $10,000 just to get the hardware. And then for the bandwidth use of another company, so using their bandwidth, it's about a $10,000 a month. So realistically, you're not even making your own connection. You're still like piggybacking Well, on. there is no your connection on right. the internet. The internet is a thing of connected servers. Mm -hmm. So you're paying for bandwidth use. You have to pay for that because you're not going to buy... If you're talking buying a server to handle the bandwidth, you're talking hundreds of thousands. But at that amount, you'd have to have bare minimum 100, 100 people getting paid 100, paying $100 a month for your internet to become an ISP. The smallest number of active subscribers an ISP, a small ISP needs to be, even break even, is 10,000 people. So what kind of companies? Small company, like there's some like there's Skylink is a tiny company in Manitoba. You need at least ten thousand people Never just to break that. even. Is exactly. That like a, is that a rural one? Yes. Ah. Um. To make money, you need around twenty five thousand people in the same in the same city. So it's extremely hard to be a small ISP. Not illegal, possible, unfathomably hard, 
when it comes to like this guy was talking at the end of it like hey if you want to actually know how to become an isp in your jurisdiction you have enough people i'll tell you how to do it start to finish 10 grand just to tell you how to become an isp yes. possible not actually possible well that uh, that clears up that question <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... I'm getting shit talked in my own podcast. What I, the f- I still have a chart in my yeah. yeah, I need a chart, too. Maybe another drink. Most of this is uh, from my head, too. Like, yeah. I, this is the shit I carry around with me. Uh, 25,000 people we need to be profitable. <laughs> he'd be at, you'd be at your, like, best. You'd be like, keep it cool, mate. And then you'd walk out and you'd be like, hello! Okay. Today we're going to learn if you have your own ISP, like for like for example, rural internet, I heard yeah. it sucks. So the individual ISPs like suck. It's you got to pay for the bandwidth, right? Not and only that, don't have the cash to have a lot of bandwidth. When we're talking like a city, the infrastructure is already there, right? Like yeah. the wires are already running. All you're doing is tapping into an infrastructure mm. already there. And legally in Canada, that's really? why yeah, that's why that's why Telus and things are allowed in Manitoba because all the infrastructure in Manitoba until like the last 10 years was all MTS, right? We owned the Manitoba telecommunications systems. So they they ran the line. In the country, they don't have those lines, so they have to do it via satellite. No, do you want to know why that MTS had all of it? Because I went to one of my really good friends from high school. Her dad used to be the president of MTS. And so then when they like picketed outside his house when we were in like grade nine and 10, he then became the company that set up all of the towers mm. all over and then he was like okay mts you can have a deal with this and he made so much money so can we go set up our own towers you could but that's what we're talking about like ten thousand is to break even twenty five thousand is to make money because once you get to twenty five thousand, you need it professionals to make sure your service doesn't go down you need technicians to go and set up things you need advertising you need everything to make that run it's just it's not a profitable thing for a small company especially in a city the size of where we're from okay question four this is a big one uh have you girls ever torrented something yes before? yes i've got no? lots of viruses no i believe yeah, yeah. and what did you use to no. use Pirate Bay. Oh, yeah, it's still around, believe yeah, it or not. I didn't know that. I learned that from you. Torrenting <laughs> is illegal, but how many people are still doing it? Well, how many people would you wager are still doing torrenting? It's like not as many as before. Yeah, I, think I think because of the advent that, like, the internet got so fast over the last 10 years that people just are like, stream. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess that still is a form of kind of maybe stealing but it's when you're like, talking torrenting streaming directly yeah. from an illegal site is counted as torrent that is torrenting so um, that you were charged with the same you're just charged under the same legal code when you stream from an illegal site than you would be downloading it because technically and the government's position has been you are downloading yeah right okay. you're not downloading sure. a physical copy to yeah, keep, it's but you are downloading drive. it as a buffer <laughs> it's been years and i don't get those I used to get when I actually torrented without a VPN yeah. I used to get emails from Shaw the last one I got was five years ago being like hey we found out that you downloaded that movie or Game of Thrones <laughs> episode like one because uh, US companies will monitor who's downloading off Pirate Bay and stuff like that so the reason Canadians are safe from stuff like this is in the states they have no laws regarding privacy we have pipta we won't go into that but we have pipta greatest thing for canadians the the conglomerates that own all media are able to see that cat your ip is 1.1 so they can see 1.1 has downloaded this in the states if they see 1.1 is downloading this they go to their isp and they go cat who the hell is 1.1 and the isp legally says it's cat in canada 
the conglomerate goes to our ISP and goes, who the hell is 1.1? And he goes, it breaks multiple privacy laws. So they can't do that. But so I thought that the people were sued. I, they can't. Sure? There's there's le- legally no way for your ISP to divulge your personal information to a So third what party. those U.S. companies are doing is they hand a letter off to MTS and they're like, please give that... Uh, service person this letter not in Canada that's what I mean no that's what I was talking about in Canada they'll give the letter to MTS or Shaw and then Shaw will give that letter to you Without right. divulging, Without divulging who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the thing is, and Shaw will shut your ass Ooh, down. What you got? What you got? Okay, there? no, no. It was the like the copyright basically infringement act yes. that people got sued for. Yeah, the not DCMA. For, the yes. Digital Copyright yeah, not Millennial for Act. actually using the torrents. It was just the copyright. Right. Oh, okay. And uh, why don't you explain that acronym real quick? Uh, DMCA? No, no, no. Digital Millennium Copyright Act? No, not PIPTA. PIPTA? PIPTA. Oh, I won't remember how to use it. Oh. It's just our Privacy Act. It's PIPTA. Privacy Act, got it. P-I-P-E-D-A. Cool. So, um, I guess a lot of people are still torrenting then. Torrenting has always been an exact replica of availability. So, when media was extremely hard to get a hold of, we would torrent. Because, mm-hmm. like, Australia has, like, a six-month gap between shit airing and shit airing in Australia. They have one of the most egregiously overbearing governments when it comes to media. And we're talking across the board. Video, TV, everything. So they need to, like, sit in a room and jerk off silently while they watch (laughs) the Game of Thrones before they allow the Australian people to see it. It's ridiculous. It's always going to be demand. The reason torrenting has gone down is because the demand has never been easier. You can go to Netflix, you can go to Hulu, you can go to Amazon Prime. You have all of these things to get the data. The problem now is, is we are leaning back into a torrenting fit. Because what's happening right now is the big streaming services are starting to have wars where you're not going to be able to get the data without spending approximately the same you were spending on cable, which was fucking people to begin with. Like, I don't want to pay $180. But we have coming out this year, we have Disney+. Plus, We have Warner coming out. HBR already has their streaming service. We have, uh, there's one more important one. Yeah, and you think about that and everything's 10 bucks, 10 bucks, 10 bucks, 10 exactly. bucks. Then it's like, next thing you know, you're paying 120 bucks for all this content. Exactly. And, and you're, back you're watching to, two shows. Exactly. And you're back to the point where, well, if I want to be up to date with my friends talking to the water cooler, I have to start stealing this stuff again. <laughs> so we're leaning back into that. Water. <laughs> so we're leaning back into the phase of torrenting, but torrenting has gone down. It's peak. It was like peak was like 2005, I think. And since then, it's come steadily yeah, down. Yeah, think year. about the internet connection in 2005. It sucked. Yeah, dude. Compared to now? Yeah, like the... I hate to go back to porn that quickly. <laughs> but like the first porn I downloaded was like three minutes long. And it took me like four and a half weeks to download. And I was so pumped to get it. Like, hell yeah! Well, that's something else. Yeah. So, torrenting. Still happening. It's going to get I worse. I figure out how to do it. I've been trying. I'm like, LimeWire was the end of my run for music and <laughs> wow. stuff. Wow! I can't figure it out. Or streaming. I'm, I guess I'm just too chicken to get viruses and stuff. That doesn't happen. It's not for everyone. Uh, if you can... What what are you two whispering about over there? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Do you believe CSIS slash the government is keeping tabs on all sites you visit through your internet provider? See, this is a hard question. This will be one of our one of our podcasts in the future. Uh, CSIS is Canada's uh, uh, effectively CIA. NSA. CIA, yeah. Slash NSA. 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 Their NSA well, level. If it's the NSA, then they have like everything on everyone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, not only that, um, and this will be a future podcast. I don't really want to get into this. This is a way bigger topic. But they are part of the five eyes, which is terrifying. Oh, God. So five believe- eyes. The seven <laughs> keys, the five eyes. There's yeah. another one. You, All right. you need to Sweet. explain Okay, well, the five things. eyes is, uh, is a group of... Uh, first world countries who have combined and share resources. It's illegal for the Canadian government to spy on Jeff. It is not illegal for the British government to have whatever the fuck they want on you. 
Hmm. So Canada shares that information with Britain and keeps none of it for themselves. Canada, on the other hand, gets all the information they want on British citizenry. It's the five eyes. There are five oh. groups, but I don't really want to get into it because it's a whole, it's a whole raveling. So to believe that CSIS does not have information on every single person is, we don't have the, we don't have Snowden in Canada, so we have no idea if it's the same level as Prism in the United States. But we know what's happening, so yes, they're spying. Why don't we have a Snowden in Canada? We always take a backseat to the Americans. So yeah. <laughs> it's not the only thing you take a backseat to. <laughs> Spying on you. Got yep. it. Okay, so uh, here's the next one. Uh, online identity theft is only going to get worse. Do you agree? No. Really? It's about as bad as it can get. Really? No, but the thing is, people people <laughs> are like... Hit rock bottom. Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There. I'm just knocking on wood because, you know... It's about as bad as it can get. People are like, well, I've never been a victim of identity theft. And they'll go on Netflix like, I didn't watch three seasons of Breaking Bad. I've never seen that show. Yeah, that's because Netflix passwords sell on MIRC for 25 cents a pop. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nobody knows. And what's but MRIC? It's a it's a internet chat platform that does not allow you to see the users. Is that the one that they were going to yes. sell my, all my shit because I clicked on the link? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. you were like, oh no, you're worth like five cents. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> like, great. Yeah. Like, people are like so worried. Like, oh my God, they've got my information. Like, you're not that important. Literally, you're not that important. They're looking for a cash cow. They need all of this information. If somebody wants to target you specifically, they need to go out of their way to find like 15 different sources to piece you together. The people who get fucked the hardest on identity theft are people who do not take internet protocol seriously. If you are on a site that doesn't have HTTPS, yeah. get the fuck Secure. off that site. Yeah. Get off that site. It's still not going to save you. You're still probably going to get some of your information stolen, oh, but stay on an HTTPS site and you'll be fine. Explain to the girls. Yeah. Uh, it's a security protocol. How do I know um, if I'm on that? Website? If you look at the website, it says HTTP double dot slash slash www.facebook.com. To be honest, though, a lot of the sites you visit don't have that S. Which ones? Like, which one on a daily basis would you say? Your bank does. Facebook does, Instagram does. All major reputable sites have what the security like, features. What if you're like a shitty blog site or... Yeah, you know, but what like shitty whatever. blog site? I don't know. I'm just saying Like, Tumblr shit. has it. What I just... It? I just... Why don't you make an ad that says, look for the S? Because there is an ad. It's in Facebook. It says, hey, this is an unsecure site. Do you want to go here? And then you get a big... Oh, that thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. yeah ah, <laughs> you click... Very okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah. You're just like, get out of here. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> It's as bad as it is. My, my next Do you want to sell all your information? Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> my per- Make with the porno. Come on. <laughs> my personal Netflix account has been compromised seven different times. What? Netflix? Netflix. How? Has been compromised seven different times because I don't give a shit about the password on my Netflix account. As long as he doesn't change the password, I don't give a shit. Use it. Like, it's not my job to keep Netflix's revenue up. I don't give a shit. Guy paid 25 cents, let him have a month of free. But the thing is, I am very, I'm very regimented in what I do on the internet. So I, and again, I'll, I might get fucked one day. They might get into my bank. That would suck. But there's no way to, there's no way to 100% protect yourself while using the internet. It's either you go back to hardlining, doing it over the phone, which could be compromised on their end, or you just live as secure as you can. 
There was a question. Cat, your hands up. Do you think that insurance companies will have policies, like insurance policies for internet browsing? Absolutely not. No. No. Yeah. It's way too expensive. Yeah. Now, we're talking about like the actual cases. The cases where people are like, they have my SIN number, they have my bank accounts. Those are, those are like life-changing events. Those are awful. They take years to get out from under. Years. There are people who are who are 20 years into a battle trying to prove that they're the person they are and they didn't buy a car in Carolina. Like, it is bad. If they get your social insurance number, it is bad. That's why you never put your SIN number. There is no reason ever to for you to put your SIN number on the internet. Ever. What? Not a picture, nothing. Uh, what? No, no, bullshit. What, what, what about the CRA? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But again, CRA, CRA is a government website. Other than CRA, when oh, they wait. specifically force you, there's nothing. There's places that ask you for it, like a credit card application. So if your boss asks you to like email them your SIN number? No. Never. It's probably not a good idea. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't trust anybody with that. I don't have it memorized. It's in one place. I have no copies, no duplicates. It's away. No, I have mine so they can't, they can't hold you hostage? No. no. <laughs> Give us your SIN number. I literally can't. I don't. And my wife makes fun of me for like, how do you not know your SIN number? Like, what is your SIN number? Do you need to? Number in my head right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm aggressively repeating it in my head. So I'm like, what is it, Jeff? So we also answer those hidden microphones. Oh, God, ceases. Wait, there's hidden microphones. My mom always thinks our house is bad. Mom's gotta get off. Really cheap device you can buy for Christmas that'll show her that. Yeah. Oh my god, you should totally get her that. Mm-hmm. What is it? About hiring a guy to come it just, it, it's, it's like a hundred bucks. All it does is pick up the background noise because any microphone, if you get close enough to it, it makes a whoop yeah. sound. So this device, it, it makes sure that any microphone that can hear it will make that noise. I remember the one time I got a credit card the first day and I activated it and then fucking 15 minutes later there was a $1,500 charge what? in California. And I was like, what the? F-? And I called them like, Oh yeah, that's compromised. <laughs> like, well, Mastercard, <laughs> see you yeah. later. Yeah. Mastercard's bad for that. Uh, how vulnerable are you to being hacked using open internet sources, debit slash credit tap oh, transactions? Yeah. yeah. RFID, which is the chip that they're talking about. Um, it's it, yeah. It, the great thing about it is it only works up to hundred bucks. So somebody can walk by, and then they have your information, and will they'll my, use will it. Will my card beep? No. <laughs> you can buy those, like, metal... Uh... Yes, but I've never actually looked into if those actually work. They just seem like a fool's errand. Like, if yeah. they don't work, then you're just putting extra crap in your purse, right? So it's highly likely that uh, people could steal your money. Absolutely. But in using non-secure internet sources is a terrible idea. It's Isn't that covered by your bank, though? Yes, yeah. but, yeah. but okay. prove again. Well, the they could is, see they could see where it's coming from. It looked like okay, Joe that's, Schmo, Joe, like if they're char- obviously they're charging your card. Yes, but here's the thing. Something right. That's why it's more nefarious than an actual credit card theft. Like you're fifteen hundred dollars. Like in California. Like I don't live in California. Yeah. I'm in Winnipeg right now. You can see my number. Mm-hmm. But if I'm stealing your RFID, I'm going a block from where you live. Yeah. So prove that you didn't make the three hundred dollar purchases in the fifteen minutes at uh, La Senza. <laughs> I looked at Jeff. Jeff's a big La Senza fan. <laughs> uh, I knew it was coming right back to me. Those spit up Jeff's right. <laughs> <laughs> Got some bad habits. Hard habits to break. <laughs> they make me feel comfortable. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, here's um, the big one. This is what brought on the podcast. Okay, here's the big question. What are the seven keys? The seven keys. This is the fun part. So the seven keys are a... I know it's conspiratorial sounding because you made it seem like that's bullshit on the it last podcast. It really does. Legitimately, if no one knows what it is, it sounds like bullshit. It is a published fact. Uh, the latest one I could find was in 2018 by Business Insider. What it is is a physical... It's a combination of both physical and digital keys, which now... Every news article you read on this, except from the group that actually handles it, will, like, miscommunicate the title. Like, seven keys that control the internet. They don't control the internet. I heard there's more than seven now. There's 14 people. There's seven keys. Oh. So the 14 people are backups, right? Seven who have the keys. 14 because they need seven as backup. So the official narrative... Dun, dun, dun. The official narrative on this is the only thing the keys do is... Stop DNS. Oh, okay. Anybody? DNS? Anybody? Domain name service strikes. Wow. Domain name systems. You're, yeah, well done. That's great. That's the first time I brought an acronym that you guys were not making fun of me for. So what that does is you go to Facebook.com, right? Type in Facebook.com. The reason you were able to type in Facebook.com is because of a DNS. What DNS does is it takes a number like Facebook's internet position would be like, 1.1.3.6. You don't want to type that in every time you go on Facebook. DNS makes it so you can get to Facebook. It makes accessing websites easy. Is that like GoDaddy? <laughs> so effectively, what these, <laughs> what these seven people can do effectively is shut off the ease of access of information. Cool. Uh, so why are they in place? The official narrative is to stop humans from accessing the internet. This could be for any reason of uh, any reasons. There's a brand new bug on the internet that can shut down the shut down the the traffic systems are controlled by the internet at this point in most cities except for Winnipeg. Still has a gray box next to almost every intersection because we could get rid of most of our city's congestion if we went to a system that was centralized instead of like we have a box and the red light turns off every thirty five seconds. You could go so, be a city planner. I could. <laughs> The anger would rise even further. <laughs> <laughs> Who designed this fucking place? The roads lead to other roads. Why are we doing one from the center by the river instead of an actual like starting point? Weird. The official narrative is it's to shut down terrorism. If there is a terrorist threat that is going through the internet, boom, nobody can access it. Cities in danger. We're talking about like like I said about uh, Winnipeg. We got a question in the bathroom. We uh, do. Uh, how many times have they shut down the terrorism? They have not had to use the DNS shutdown once. Wow. Terrorizers that keep terrorizing. God damn terrorists. Um, so this it's is for real. This is for real. <laughs> um, it sounds crazy, but the headlines are like, the seven keys control all the... No, they don't control the internet. They control your ease of access to the internet. You can still get to Facebook if your DNS is down. You just have to know their internet protocol. Huh? Their actual address rather than their physical name. Facebook.com is not their position. It's the DNS. You find out the well, you can bring up the background information in your browser. There's ways to do it. I'm not saying it's easy. Trying to remember like, MSNBC's is 1.1.116.3. Like, no. Nobody's going to remember that, so it kills the internet. Yeah, to a point. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Who would be in charge of the keys? Are they a physical key or a metaphor? This is my favorite. God, Nerds, so be nerding. Nerds be nerding. Nerds be nerding. I love this shit. The name of the people in charge. Can you guys guess the name of the people in charge? The person Nerds. who holds the keys. Oh, 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 you go first. Ladies first. Justin Timberlake. Prince William. Oh, that's pretty good. 
Okay, keep going. What's you, Jeff? Uh, I was just gonna say Nerdlinger one to seven. I that would make me happy. So the official name of the uh, the people who hold the keys are crypto officers. Oh, it's such a badass Bond villain sounding name. I love it. These guys definitely have pocket protectors. Oh wait, this makes it makes it so much creepier. And this is stuff we'll dive into later podcasts when we talk about like Illuminati and shit. I don't know. I didn't. I you this couldn't be, find that because I did you. look into it. I don't know what this key does, <laughs> but this is my job. I gotta guard it. So not only does their name sound evil, crypto officer, they ha- they only become one by first having a key ceremony. Oh, oh are they like freemasons? Like... Conspiracy theorists love ceremonies. When they create and store the keys, it's it's incredibly high security. We're talking Mission mission Impossible level security. There is the first level of security guards, then 8-inch thick steel doors, handprint scanners, eye scanners before you even get into the room. Sounds like the Air Force. Right, yeah, a little bit like the Air Force. I just want to go to Florida. Well, actually, I, I quoted exactly what the they crypto said. crypto key, whether you like it or not. I actually quoted exactly what I can officials... This isn't the right terminal. I like that. Okay, so I actually, I actually kept a quote from the ICANN officials. The security surrounding the ceremonies before and after is intense and involves participants passing through a series of locked doors, including key codes, hand scanners. Then they enter a room so secure that no electronic communication can escape it. Inside the room, the crypto officers assemble along with the other ICANN officials and typically some guests and observers. Okay, first of all, where, what's your source? ICANN, the people who literally host it. This is not a conspiracy theory. This what is, city is this in? Uh, there's two cities for Fallout. There is one in San, uh, San Francisco uh, in case of... Uh, yeah, San Francisco, and I can't remember the other one for the life of me. Wait, so is this okay. the place, like, is that like the Rock of Gibraltar where it holds all of, like, info for No. Shit? This no. is literally, it holds the ability to start the sequence to end DNS. And my asshole. <laughs> so, you know, billions of people won't be able to access Facebook or social media. Right, but nothing. Try to get to your weather yeah. without going to... Try to get to your bank. Right. Sorry. Here's the thing. Like, this doesn't seem that scary, but DNS missing, like, you can't get to Google. You what can't get to I, a search What would engine. I do without Google? Exactly. What would I do? Well, I use DuckDuckGo like a normal person, what but... What the Who? fuck is DuckDuckGo? Are you kidding me? You, you, do you people sorry. use Google? Did you just hear what yeah. you said? Did you hear what you just said? Like, I just stuck up oh, like a normal person. Normal people use Google. Google is... What is Google? At the end of this, we'll be using DuckDuckGo. What is Google? <laughs> we have an answer. Search engine. Oh, what is Google? The, the government spy machine. Oh. What is Google? An information <laughs> aggregator. They don't make their money allowing you to search the internet. They allow you to do that because you use Gmail. You use Gplay. You use everything under their umbrella. If you have an Android phone, everything is controlled by them. They sell your information. They are an information aggregator. DuckDuckGo removes that. It is exactly like Google, except they don't use your search history to like, ooh, this is the top post. They go, okay, you're searching diapers? You're going to get the top result and a sponsored link from somebody who sells diapers. They don't keep information, nothing. Use DuckDuckGo. But aren't they making my life easier by like popping up some Did shit everyone get that out there listening? DuckDuckGo Duck, Duck, good. Go. DuckDuckGo Go good. No, no Google, Google no more. No Google no more. No Google, no Bing. If anybody's using Bing... Ask Jeeves. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't know you were old enough to know that oh, reference. That's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, DuckDuckGo, please sponsor us. 
Okay, so moving on. Yeah. Uh, what other ulterior motives would they have for the seven keys? Anybody, anybody who's even slightly conspiratorial minded is, what does the government want? They want control. How do they control the populace? Oh, well, they have the yellow coat rising happening currently in France still after months. Is this still going on? It's still going on. Yeah, they not being reported report anymore on the yeah. news so no one sees it, right? Yeah. So it's still going on. There's protests all over the world. You know, the currently... Because it's contained, Paris and a few other smaller countries are doing yellow vest protests. It's contained, so they're fine. But what if that protest sped, spread worldwide? What would the government do? They have access to instant information. Well, they'd shut off the internet. Is that what they do in China? They heavily regulate the internet. They will shut off the internet in, in cases of martial law. Period. Have they been known to do that yet? Uh, again. It's getting there. It's getting outside there of China, head. yeah. Hong Kong. Exactly. It's coming. So, I don't know. What do I know? Lots. Okay, wait, 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 seven keys. Why are they in place? Is this real? Okay, why are those okay, back wait, on there? Here's a, here's a th well, they're 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 the same question but different one. The same deeper level, different yeah. Level. Why are they in place? The deeper level conspiracy is that humanity is scared of the singularity, right? They Isn't believe that, that a computer is going to have a G2, reason. To, they're going to have the ability to think for themselves. And honestly, with the way that our technology advances every day. There is a very real fear of a singularity happening. And a, a computer being able to think at the same level as a human. That's called the singularity. As a singularity owner talking about AI and they're saying that that's very, 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 very far. The scariest thing, and Jeff actually brings this up where... Uh, uh, it's the next question anyways. Uh, AI is super scary. The governments around the world are always 20 to 30 years ahead of the population in tech. Do you believe that they have created a sentient conscious being? So this is the cool stuff for people who aren't conspiratorially minded. Um, the government is usually, he's right, 10 to 30 years ahead of us technology-wise. They are using stuff 30 years advanced from the shit we have the ability to purchase on every day. The cool thing about this is you're like, well, that's fucking weird. Why would the government be hoarding this stuff? But the number one innovator in the world, the reason why humans innovate comes from the exact same reason. Why did man create fire? Why did man create the spear? Fear. We feared the dark. We feared the animals. We created fire. We created a spear. We do love barbecue. We fear not being able to. We, do like we fear going soon. hungry. So fear runs everything. So where does the number one thing in most countries go to? It goes to the military. Military has an entire department of R&D trying to outpace a different country's military budget to make the next best thing. The things, the so things Canada you don't sucks. No, actually, we've we've innovated a shit ton. A larger portion of our budget goes towards R&D than most first world countries. America goes into weapons tech. The coolest thing is so many things you use every single day you don't realize started as tech 30 years ago with the military. Yeah. GPS. Easily. Before it was like widely accessible via smartphones. The United States had GPS in like the 1980s. They had the ability to do that. And I, I made myself a list for this. They made it Area 51. It was really <laughs> Obviously. Um, okay, this is where we'll get to the other thing. Onion <laughs> is a American government-sponsored <laughs> VPN. So you guys were asking earlier, the Onion. It's a government-sponsored VPN because the government was scared that everything they did on the internet was traceable, which it currently is for anybody not using Onion. Onion is a completely untraceable VPN. I'm going to make it, it's not quite a VPN, but I'm going to say it that way just so it's easy to understand. There are sites specifically only available to look at via an onion router. That means you have to be on. These are, again. Is that where you can murder people? Yes, you can. There's the Black Web. Silk Road is things people have heard of. Silk Road where they sold like black tar heroin. That comes from it. You have murder child rooms, porn, rooms. mortar rooms, red rooms. Can I order a husband? Yes. You could order <laughs> well, a head you know, in your box. 
Um, the thing that the thing is that's terrifying, right? That's thirty-year-old American government tech. Yeah. Duct tape, drones, Microwaves. microwave, weather radar, super glue was an American invention. They wanted a cheap, clear substance they could put on stuff. And in the, like, the meantime, they were like, hey, shit, we created a glue that adheres to any surface. They sold it as a commercially viable item. Everything is 30 years in advance. Currently, we have an AI in the public domain who, when asked if she would murder humans, she went... Yeah, sure, why not? Okay, so that is 30 years behind what the current, let's say, let's just make it America, just to, just to paint sure, it out. Yeah. Just say they are the ones who are 30 years ahead of us. We currently have a an AI in public domain that has the ability to look at humanity with all the information it has from the internet and go like, yeah, I don't... I'm not really feeling. I'm not really feeling this. <laughs> we should kill him now. To think that the top-running R&D department that runs off a military budget doesn't have something in a controlled room somewhere completely cut off. Like we've already we've already heard that they have rooms completely cut off from outside. Damn it! It's established con- consciousness. Exactly. You can't kill it. Exactly. Kill it. You can't kill it, so you don't want to attach the internet because if it has consciousness and get on the internet, you're fucked. So they to believe. That the government doesn't have something at least 10 years advanced from the AI that already wants to kill us is completely... You have to believe they have something working at this point, which is terrifying. Imagine if somebody in that position wants to, like, I, I, I believe humanity is a blight rather than a blessing. All you have to do is connecting that singularity to the internet is the end of humanity. Think of a being that has all of the information of humanity at their fingertips. Yeah, but think of a, think of a, a a being, not even a computer, a being that has all of the information of humanity. Would a being that has that, that can self-replicate, can make more of itself, look at humanity and go like, yeah, they're worth keeping around. They fought for a thousand years. People died. Animals. Why would one of those singularities keep us around? It is terrifying what a singularity means for the Everyone human race. Everyone thinks this consciousness singularity won't have sympathy. You know? Why would it? Well, it's a singularity. It's established consciousness now. And, like, as conscious beings, we also have... Here's the thing. S- I have a child. S- like, there's there's a word that people call... Uh, there's, there's a word that people call children, and that's tiny sociopaths. Now, imagine that tiny sociopath <laughs> you're, aware, you're raising that has no empathy because they're a newborn, also having the entire recorded human history in their brain, accessible at all times. Okay, but they, they gotta learn empathy or sympathy from that. How? What there of human are, history? Like all, like all of human history, there was no sympathy. There was no I'm not saying there's no sympathy, but does not atrocity outweigh sympathy with our race? We we destroy animals. We destroy land. The singularity is jerking off some dude in the break room. Because they could be using it for all of that, but in reality, it's just jerking some dude off in the break room. Yeah, maybe the porn just infiltrates the singularity, and they just turn into a sex maniac. Exactly. All they want to do is jerk dudes off. Okay, so if that's if that's the world we're leading to, where I'm like, the jerk off robots back again, I guess. Get through the day. The scientists in R and D, they're just like. He's jerking <laughs> off another soldier again. And see, Damn it! And see, that's what I'm talking about. I thought about. it was going to take over the world! 
That's Google made an AI algorithm. This is Kat's <laughs> idea of the singularity. That's why I've been laughing I do like the yep. jerk off robot. But the thing is, it's been tested, and my side of the argument continues to win. Google created an AI that had access to Reddit. By the third week, it had become a racist, xenophobic demigod. <laughs> By the fifth week, and okay, wait, no, I think I think I have the, the length of time wrong because I'm thinking in like humanity. I'm thinking like the next day. So it's like three days they were racist and spouting shit. By the fourth day, created its own language to speak to itself so that we couldn't understand it. It had taken our language and manipulated it into its own language so it could speak to itself. Google still has no idea what the robot was saying. That's terrifying. Right? The singularity is the single most terrifying thing that could happen to humanity. It's scary as shit. Unless Cat's idea comes to fruition and we have a jerk-off robot. I wouldn't mind... I wouldn't mind halfway through the day, like, all right, here, come on, go to town. All right, day's gonna end well. Oh, no! Yep. He won't take no for an answer. Does uh, does he have soft hands? Because I'll take it. The worst nightmare to jerk off robots and Use the strong pen. How soon will the singularity happen? There's no way to know that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right? like, it's probably happening right now. I Must mean... jerk off. <laughs> There's just an army. And... When you guys... Okay, we're definitely coming back. Uh, when... Go for <laughs> Go when ball. when you guys leave, I'm gonna see what oh, I can put together Thailand. for a robot. Oh, Thailand! Yeah. <laughs> jerk off army. Jerk off army. Oh, With no. rough hands. Rough hands. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the jerk off army. Jerk off robot. <laughs> Cat laughing hysterically in the background. You know. Oh. I wish God. we had a little bit of video because literally it's just it's like Miranda like staring at us like Why you guys are fucking video? idiots. Do we have a video yeah. <laughs> Can we, can we get a video camera? Or? Yeah, we should. Get a video cool. camera. We can put it right up there where that, that video camera already is. Wholeheartedly disagree. <laughs> Getting us to agree to be okay with the video camera that you already have up. Cam, this is, we, this we is a porn site. We don't have to touch, site. right? This is a porn site. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, oh, okay. it would probably get the like lessons up a bit more. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> I think that's your last question, well, Jeffrey. No, there's one more. Okay, hit Here me. Hit me okay, with it. Before you guys oh. die of boredom. Um, <laughs> why is AI always trying to kill us in every scenario? Is there a scenario where it critically thinks how to help us without the destruction of the human race? I think we answered that. Yay! Right on. Yes! Jerk off robots! I think if we're taking that seriously, do you think there's any situation where it looks at humanity and goes, Yep, good. Let's keep it around. We're weaker than it. We're dumber than it. We don't retain knowledge. We're flesh bags, easily to dispose of. Like, why would a computer keep us around? I don't know if you've ever seen any robot movies, but they always fall in love with us, right? And our feelings. Um, they fall in love with Megan Fox. Oh. And all right. Jason Point. Or Will Smith. Oh, Will I robot. Smith. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it for, the, the, for the episode. Yeah. Uh, thank. Thank our guests. You Nathan. can look at them when you say it. Thank our guests, Nathan. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeff made eye contact Miranda. She does not take that. It's like... <laughs> Thank you, Miranda, for coming. And thank you, Kat, for laughing at Jeff. I mean, somebody's <laughs> got to make him feel good. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye, buddy.